This is the Blaze Radio On Demand. 2017 is going to be a volatile economic year. We may see politicians throughout the world attempting to control central bank policies. Several renowned financial analysts have warned that political interference in central bank policies may mean our economic misses of inflation and growth targets. Gold is an international currency that can't be issued or controlled by governments. If you don't have the only hard currency that has outlasted every politician and every failed idea of governments for centuries, you need to speak to Goldline right now and learn how easy it is to add gold to your portfolio or IRA. Now is the time to diversify your financial portfolio by adding gold. Call 1-800-913-GOLD. Buying real gold is easy and fast at Goldline. And you're going to be happy that you finally made the call. 1-800-913-4653. Goldline also offers price protection against short-term market fluctuations on qualifying purchases. So buy with confidence. Read Goldline's important risk information and find out if buying gold is right for you. Call Goldline. 1-800-913-4653. Prepare yourself to ingest current events, pop culture, and politics with a side of Latin flair. Batches? I don't have to show you any stinking batches! This is the Chris Salcedo Show on the Blaze Radio Network. Greetings, salutations, howdy. Welcome to it, everybody. The Chris Salcedo Show. I'm happy you've tuned in. The telephone number is 888-900-3393. I know some of you had reached out to me yesterday saying that... uh, you were trying hard to get through on the phone lines. Didn't get a chance to talk with the producers yet about this, but well, I guess Ellie, hey, uh, they were trying to get through, but couldn't get through. So just uh, I, there, there could be some technical issues, and we will iron those out throughout the course of the program today. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Ask the phone number. Catching this show live, easy to do. Theblaze.com slash radio. The Blaze Radio smartphone app. The iHeart Radio app. By the way. Well, I'm thinking of the Blaze Radio smartphone app. Want you guys to think about uh, the reconstruction that has gone on. It looks different. I thought it was good before, but there's been some reimagining, if you will. So if you haven't seen the, if you haven't downloaded it yet, because I think it was automatically updated uh, when they made the changes. So if you haven't downloaded it yet, make sure you do that. Um, check out uh, the home of the Chris Salcedo Show on Facebook too. Go to Facebook, type in the Chris Salcedo Show, and you will find us there. The Chris Salcedo Show in that search bar. And Salcedo is spelled S-A-L-C-E-D-O. Same spelling when you go to Twitter. At Chris Salcedo TX. At C-H-R-I-S-S-A-L-C-E-D-O-T-X. This program, we are the antidote to the basket of bias. The, what I call, not so affectionately, the Brian Williams Press. The liberal biased press. Uh, Lots going on today. We'll have Kevin Brady. Coming into the show, he is, of course, the chairman of the very powerful Ways and Means Committee. Talk about Obamacare on life support. The Obamacare repeal, I should say, on life support. And Obamacare has already been on life support for a good many, many moons. But uh, we'll talk about that and we'll talk about tax reform. Now, uh, let's do, as we have been, we're, we're trying this out. And I want to see how you guys like this. And you can always give your feedback on Twitter or on Facebook or, or call us up. It's called the Flip Around. And what we do is it's just basically me with my remote. And we flip around with the help of uh, our friends at Grabian to hear what some of the basket of bias and other actually legitimate news organizations are covering as we're speaking. Kind of sets the tone for the entire show. We'll start off with CNN. Turn Jeff Zeleny say this, and it's important to underscore, is a policy 
and an idea to follow up on that. It's very right. complicated. I mean, Jen Psaki can tell you that better than anybody how complicated it is to come up with a policy. But he had very, uh, I think the fact is you, you kind of saw a president realizing the weight of the office. Uh, that he, She is, of course, making reference to Donald Trump, the president of the United States, comments today in reference to the chemical attack in Syria. Now, the initial response from the White House, I think, was appropriate to remind, remind the world that over the last eight years, Barack Obama did absolutely nothing but rhetoric in Syria. And Barack Obama sat by idly while Bashar al-Assad gassed his own people crossed Obama's fictional red line, and then Obama sat by and did nothing. Obama also sat by and watched 500,000 people slaughtered. And Donald Trump comes out today and says that, uh, well, uh, this is my responsibility. Even though these situations have been made exponentially worse by my predecessor. And and you know what? Look, Look, we've said this about Obama before. That if it was a problem before Obama took the Oval Office, it's a catastrophe after resident Obama got out of the Oval Office. All right, that was CNN. Let's go over to Fox Business, see what they're talking about. It's a less pressing issue, but equally uh, perhaps important when it comes to the money in everybody's, all our viewers' pockets. But after years of President Trump launching this all-out verbal crusade against Chinese foreign trade abuses, the president is now poised to meet face-to-face with China's leader, Xi Jinping, in less than 24 hours. On top of that, will North Korea hijack this conversation just as Syria hijacked the other conversation with King Abdullah? Let's bring in former U.S. Trade Representative Ambassador Ron Kirk. Um, look, uh, Ron Kirk from the Dallas area didn't have <laughs> not much expertise there. But anyway, uh, yeah, I mean, look, Xi Jinping, not a friend of the United States, the Chinese government, not a friend of the United States, militarizing the South China Sea. Yeah, they have been unwilling to rein in the crazy fat kid. <laughs> oh, one thing that John McCain got right, I think I, I think he he labeled correctly Kim Jong-un, the crazy fat kid. Problem is, crazy fat kid has nukes, courtesy of uh, the Democrat administration before Barack Obama, courtesy of Bill Clinton. And they're sharing the technology, the intercontinental ballistic missile technology, with the Iranians. And the Iranians, by the way, they're marching headlong into developing nuclear weapons. So there's a lot on the table. Um, we talked about this yesterday with, uh, with Herb London. And we'll talk about it tomorrow in greater detail with, with uh, the chairman of the House Homeland, uh, Homeland uh, Security Committee, uh, Michael McCall, about the different things that the, the president of the United States can bring to bear on China to get them to get off their lazy duffs and rein in the crazy fat kid. But it's, it has to be done. These missiles that they are testing can wipe out California. One, and they've got the nuclear technology courtesy of Bill Clinton. Now, I'm not sure how good our missile intercept systems are, especially after eight years of resident Obama and his lack of attention to these things. I mean, when it came to national security, let's just face it, Barack Hussein Obama, it wasn't his top priority, <laughs> okay? It just, it just wasn't. So there's a lot on the table tomorrow when Xi Jinping, Xi Jinping meets in Mar-a-Lago with, with our president, Donald Trump. 
And I think there's a lot of leverage economically we can put on China. Now, Barack Obama was always afraid of ticking off communists because, you know, he had a lot of love and admiration for communists because he is one at heart. So uh, there, there was never any real earnest to make the Chinese play fair because, you know, well, they're, they're come on, they're communists, they're cheaters. Naturally, they're cheaters. So you've got to use what leverage you have. And the United States does have plenty of that over over China. And we, we brought this up yesterday, too, with Herb London saying, hey, look, I don't know that China wants us to park an aircraft carrier, a combat group over there to quell the crazy fat kid. It'll give us it gives us an excuse to be over there. Last thing China wants us is over there challenging their supremacy in that region. And I think we need to be there, to be quite frank. All right, let's go to MSNBS, see what they're talking about. About surveillance. Uh, This is the administration's attempt to kind of turn the page Mm -hmm. on some of these mounting questions about Russia. To the second point that you make, though, Kate, he defended Bill O'Reilly, a Fox News host who has had five different sexual harassment settlements uh, and has been in the spotlight recently because of that, essentially saying, look, he thinks he's a good guy and he shouldn't have settled. So that statement raising a lot of eyebrows <laughs> as well. Again, this is an administration. Oh, wait a minute. How the hell do you go from Susan Rice? And, and notice how MSNBS utilizes Susan Rice possible wrongdoing in the Obama administration to say, oh, they're just using that as an excuse to come off this the Russia probe. Huh? Wait a minute. You can have a Russia probe and also Barack Obama and his administration could have been full of reprobates and people who violated the rule of law. Hey, hey, look, MSNBS, it's not our fault that what's her name? Andrea Mitchell didn't confront Susan Rice with why she lied. Remember this? I know nothing about this. I was surprised to see uh, reports from uh, Chairman Yunus on that uh, count today. Now, if you had real journalists over at MSNBS... They would have played that soundbite and say, Susan, why did you lie to NPR about having no knowledge of unmasking and you were the one doing the unmasking? How? How? But no, they didn't do that over there. Over at MSNBS. That's that's hardly. That's hardly the fault of uh, of the Trump administration. There are two separate issues here, folks, and I'm sorry the folks at at CNN and MSNBS can't wrap their heads around this. We've got now, uh, counting the FBI investigation, a nine-month-old investigation into possible collusion between Trump and Russia, Trump's team and Russia. And everything we've got is no evidence of collusion, no evidence of collusion, no evidence of collusion. Meanwhile, you've got Susan Rice all but admitting. She, she unmasked these conversations with with Trump folks, with non-Russia-related conversations that, according to Devin Nunez, did not, repeat, did not have any bearing on national security. So there are two tracks here. And you know what? What happened to liberals being concerned about, being, about illegal surveillance, about this uh, breach of civil liberties? that it appears Susan Rice was engaged in along probably with the full blessings of resident Obama. I've got some sound bites in this we'll play a little bit later on. I am not skipping Fox news on purpose. They're in a commercial right now. <laughs> so we're not going to go there about the Bill O'Reilly thing. Look there. I don't, I, I said this the other day. I don't know how much of this is smoke and I don't know how much of this is fire. 
it was a new, I think it was a New York Times piece that came out. And you, you got to take their reporting with a grain of salt because, frankly, they've been lying an awful lot lately since the election of Trump. All that being said, uh, like I, I have connections who have knowledge of what happens over at Fox. And, and, and this isn't the first time we've heard rumors like this, but I don't know if they're founded or not. I do know it's costing Bill O'Reilly. I, there have been sponsors that have pulled out uh, of his show based on this reporting. Um, and, and I don't know if there's any fire there. Oh, Fox is back. Hold on one second. Let's see what Shep Smith is talking about. For the names of people caught up in foreign surveillance. The New York Times broke this story, and Fox News Chief White House Correspondent John Roberts has now confirmed it with the president himself. The Times reports the president did not provide any evidence to support his claim. Sources have told Fox News Susan Rice requested the names of members of the Trump transition team caught in incidental surveillance of foreign targets. In other- well, no, the uh, uh, president has said that Susan Rice may have committed a crime. She may have. She may have. At best, what she did was improper. At worst, illegal. Back in a minute, the Salcedo Show, here on The Blaze. Reminding America that limited constitutional government is cool. The Chris Salcedo Show. On The Blaze Radio Network. Are you worried about your mom or dad living alone in their house? Hi, I'm Joan London. Listen, I know how difficult it is to find senior care for someone you love. That's why I recommend a free service called A Place for Mom. They are the nation's largest senior living referral service. Call A Place for Mom today. To receive free information on senior living communities in your area, call A Place for Mom at 1-800-803-6951. The Chris Salcedo Show. Listen. Dial. Speak. 888-900-3393. We're just talking with Ellie. Uh, and you guys get a vote on this, too. I wanted to know how you guys, what do you think about this flip-around segment? I, I, it, was a, it was born of this new technology I got from our pals at Grabian, and I'm thinking, this would be kind of a cool segment. Not only does it allow you to see what, I mean, snapshots of what the networks are covering. And where their editorial priorities are. Uh, it also allows me to demonstrate my political and news acumen <laughs> for all of you. But I, 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 do you guys like that idea? Just flipping around, boom, 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 boom. Uh, several. I only got four channels pulled up. I don't have. Well, no, there's C-SPAN. I do have C-SPAN pulled up as well. Uh, but there was nothing. Well, is that C-SPAN? Wait a minute. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Fox Business, uh, C-SPAN, uh, CNN. Yeah. So anyway, if you like the the flip around, and the reason I the, and the reason I named it like that, I mean, I know I'm running dangerously close to. You know, hey, it's the flip off. No, 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 no. Not, <laughs> I'm not flipping you off. I'm flipping around, as if you know. And and, and I'm this kind of guy. I don't know if you are like this, but you you sit in front of the television. If nothing, you're just flipping around. You just flip. <laughs> what's good? What's good? What's good? Uh, drives my wife crazy, drives her nuts. And so I get, you know, a little bit of uh, uh, freedom, I suppose. Nobody, nobody else but me flipping around the channel. Now, of course, if you guys don't like the segment, I'm, I'm probably not going <laughs> to 
Keep it. But get, let me, give me the feedback. You can jump on uh, Twitter at Chris Salcedo TX at C-H-R-I-S-S-A-L-C-E-D-O-T-X. Oh, by the way, while you're on the Blaze, theblaze.com, uh, make sure you go to the channel section and find the Chris Salcedo Show there. Theblaze.com. Click on Channels and find the Chris Salcedo Show channel, and you can see our daily offering just in case you miss uh, the, the thrust of the program that particular day. Now, I mentioned I was going to get into some of the Susan Rice sound bites, and I played a lot of these for you yesterday because it was just breaking before we got on the air. The Susan Rice uh, interview with Andrea Mitchell over at uh, MSNBS, a woman who has been around a very long time uh, and should have known better not to confront Susan Rice as to why she lied to the, the American people again when she jumped on television and said she had no idea about what this unmasking stuff was about. Had no idea. By the way, uh, Kevin Brady, chairman of Ways and Means, coming up on the Chris Salcedo Show. I have to ask him about what's going on with uh, the resuscitation of the what, what I would hope would be an Obamacare repeal and deregulate. And then, of course, tax reform. What is tax reform going to look like? What is it going to mean to your bottom line? So we'll get into that uh, coming up as well. Again, Chairman of the Ways and Means Committee, Kevin Brady, from the great state of Texas. So that the Fox News panel last night started getting into the reaction from this Susan Rice interview out there. And they were, they were beside themselves because... I think we brought this up live yesterday, too. It was Fox Business that threw up a graphic saying that uh, ABC didn't cover it. NBC didn't cover it. CBS had 45 seconds of it. <laughs> so if you, if you wanted to figure out what laws may have been broken by the Obama administration and the abuse of surveillance, don't, uh, don't tune into uh, to the ABC or NBC. Because if it's bad for Obama, it reflects negatively on Obama, they're not going to report on it. And that means they're not really effective as a journalistic operation. You got it all. I got to say, last night I was watching a special report. Barry, you got all of it. The good, the bad, and the ugly. And there was that Washington Post piece, and it was a piece. <laughs> it was a piece of something. Uh, talking about Betsy DeVos is, was it her brother? Was it something like that? Her brother-in-law, relative of Betsy DeVos, who was with the Blackwater security firm, arranging what some are calling a backdoor meeting with Team Trump nine days before inauguration on the Seychelles Islands with a, a, a Russian representative. And what they discussed was... now. Hold on, folks. What they discussed was trying to dissuade Russia from its cozy relationship with the dictator Bashar al-Assad, who just got through gassing his own people, that guy, and the number one state sponsor of terror, uh, uh, Iran. So Donald Trump coming into office, let's just say, that the and, and again, the, the same paper that put out the fact that the Russians hacked an electric grid when they didn't. <laughs> That's remember, that's the Washington Post. This is what they're putting out about this so-called clandestine meeting. And by the way, the White House denies that this guy had any affiliation with the Trump team. But let's just say that they did meet. And the objective was to say, Russia, come on, stop this 
collusion with the number one state sponsor of terror and stop this collusion with Bashar al-Assad, the dictator. Stop the presses. Oh, you mean Donald Trump wants Russia to stop colluding with terrorists? You got to ask yourself, why didn't Obama do that? <laughs> you know, because we all know Obama kind of had a, had a thing right here for terrorists and dictators and despots. So anyway, I, I, uh, that was the that was the the groundbreaking story from the Washington Post. Anyway, when we on the other side, I'm running out of time here before we got to go to a break again. When we get on the other side of the break, the Fox News panel was beside themselves because the coverage, the coverage of the revelations about Susan Rice spying on everyday American citizens, unmasking them for no, it appears, no good reason. We already know had nothing to do with national security. We already know it had nothing to do with Russia. Then why the hell was she doing it? She needs to be up in front of a a congressional panel under oath or maybe behind closed doors in a secure meeting because God only knows what she did. But who's she going to rat out? And we already told you the, the evolution of all of this. It was... Susan unmasks, Obama declassifies, and leftists throughout the government disseminate to the press. That was the system, right? Back in a minute. The Chris Salcedo Show will be right back. The Blaze Radio Network. Salcedo. All right, some breaking news going on. Um, Fox News and others reporting that Steve Bannon. Let's get back to our top story now. White House advisor Stephen Bannon removed from his post on the National Security Council. There it is. I didn't even intend it to go that way, folks. That was a pop-up uh, video that came that, that now accompanies all Fox News write-ups. And yeah, you heard what um, what was said there. President Trump's controversial chief strategist, controversial, uh, Steve Bannon, removed from the National Security Council on Wednesday, according to Fox News and others. Bannon was put on the NSC's Principals Committee as a check on the former National Security Advisor Lieutenant General Mike Flynn to make sure Flynn carried through with a directive to depoliticize the NSC, a senior administration official told Fox News. Obama administration National Security Advisor Susan Rice uh, operationalized the NSC during the last administration, Bannon said in a statement. I was put on to ensure that it was de-operationalized um, and that uh, General H.R. McMaster has returned the NSC to its proper function. Bannon only attended one meeting of the Principals Committee and Flynn was fired from his role in mid-February after misleading Vice President Pence about conversations he had with the Russian official. With McMaster, McMaster replacing Flynn, Trump's, Trump saw no need for Bannon to stay on the committee as a check on Flynn, the official said. Bannon is still permitted to go to NSC meetings. So I'm not sure what this, what this all means, to be quite frank. It may mean that uh, Bannon was there to, uh, to just be kind of an overseer, make, things, make sure things return back to their proper role now that his role is done and Things are in good hands with uh, Mr. McMaster. We can move on. And maybe Mr. Bannon will. I, there is no mention that Mr. Bannon is going to be expunged 
from from the Trump White House. Anyway, um, that's just that's just breaking right now. Uh, did you guys hear what uh, Senator Gillibrand? She is a left wing extremist from New York. Did you hear what she said, Ellie? Did you hear about this? Uh, the, the headline in the Hill says this: Gillibrand. If we're not helping people, we should go the f home. <laughs> Classy. Classy. She said this to a uh, New York. Ma- it was New York Magazine, I think. At any rate, um, th- this shows you how dangerous these left wingers are. Not, not because she's classless and cursing. You'd be hanging out in here, so if you needed. Yeah. Okay. Pop up ads. Um. Not that she's classy and cursing. That's the name of my new band, by the way. Classy and cursing. (laughs) But the the fact that that she has so misunderstood her role as a senator. Really, Senator Gillibrand, your job is to follow the Constitution. If you're not following the Constitution, lady, you should go the F home. Just saying. Helping people and violating the Constitution to do it. Well, that's just that's just not permitted. But that's all your party seems to be about. 888-933-93-888-900-3393. That is the phone number. Okay, so back to the uh, discussion about Susan Rice. Fox News panel yesterday, Laura Ingram was was reacting to the revelations that that Susan Rice had been unmasked as the unmasker. And she was and she was not too happy, not only about that, but about the lack of coverage, which we'll get to here in a second from the most from most of the press. Well, an intelligence source I spoke to before I came on said it would be highly unusual for a political person at the National Security um, uh, Council to request the unmasking of individuals in these types of reports. Usually this type of information is pursued by the investigative bodies, not by the political apparatus of the president. You guys understand what she means by that? Uh, The investigative committees. National Intelligence Committee, um, uh, the the committees in both the Senate and the House, they are the ones, the investigative bodies are supposed to go after, after this kind of stuff. Political operatives are supposed to steer clear because they are political operatives. And Susan Rice, she was one of the biggest politicos, big left-wing extremist. Everybody forgets this about, Laura hasn't forgotten this about her, but that, that's who she was. She, well, let, let Laura Ingram tell you, because I don't want st- to I remember this, but I don't want to take away her steam on. This. And then if it looks like what happened, that these this these reports were widely then distributed uh, to uh, underlings, including unmasked names. There's really no reason to ever do that, except for political reasons. I mean, there was no, I presume there was no imminent threat of a terrorist attack in the United States. And if that had been the case, she would have then given that information to the investigative bodies. That Yeah, and, that, and that, that's not what happened. As a matter of fact, Nunez already told us this stuff wasn't related to Russia, certainly wasn't a national security concern because, again, nothing came of these. So... Susan Rice, as we played in these sound bites yesterday for you, said, well, sometimes to understand the nature of the conversation, you have to know who the American is. It's not it's not enough to have the pronoun American number one, American number two uh, in there. Otherwise, you couldn't understand the context of the conversation, which I don't buy for one second. 
you'd have to be a complete idiot. Uh, and again, these conversations, and I'm, I'm assuming that Devin Nunez went over them saying, well, wait a minute, even with this person being masked or even when they were unmasked, the conversations could never have been construed as being about Russia or being a national security threat. So why was Susan Rice unmasking these names? And that's the question going forward. Would have been in charge of dealing with that, but that's not what Susan Rice seems to have done. At the very least, she has a lot of questions to answer. It'll be interesting to see whether she claims executive privilege, which would indicate that the president had some discussion with her or someone in their executive capacity uh, of this matter. Wouldn't that be great? If she gets hauled... Her worthless rear end gets hauled up before Congress. And then she claims executive privilege. You know what that means? Obama knew. Obama knew. What what a precarious position. You know what? And this is a, a word to you Republicans out there who are on Capitol Hill. Get her butt in front of a committee. Or behind closed doors. If If she's going to allege, oh, that's... That's uh, national security. That's, that's, that's sensitive material. That's classified material. Get her in a secured setting and grill her rear end and see if she invokes na- uh, executive privilege. If she does, then we can safely assume that resident Obama knew about what she was doing. This is, this is too good. And Steve Hayes, he had other problems with the coverage yesterday and what Susan Rice had said to Andrea Mitchell over there on uh, MSNBS. What, what I think is most striking about Susan Rice's interview today with Andrea Mitchell is that she said that it was not uncommon for her to have asked for these kinds of unmaskings. Well, that is different. I mean, certainly everybody I've talked to with experience in this area says that such unmaskings would be uncommon. She- now, that is something that's, that's something that we didn't even boil down yesterday, didn't break down yesterday. That Susan Rice, and it's something I missed that she had said. But she's trying to come off, and this is what liberals do all the time when they're caught. Oh, come on. I'm not any different than anybody else. This happens all the time. It's like Hillary Clinton saying, hey, come on. I'm not, everybody has private email. No, but yeah, okay, people have private email, but they didn't have private servers in their basement where they did all of their government work. This is how they try to excuse their bad behavior, and maybe in this case, well, certainly in the case of Clinton, but maybe in this case, Illegal behavior. Well, everybody does it. Steve A says, well, no. <laughs> no. And then and that that opens up more questions. Hell, is was this commonplace in the era of Obama where Americans were being who were accidentally swept up in foreign surveillance were unmasked on a regular basis in violation of their civil liberties and their civil rights? Their their rights under the Constitution? Was this the the way things went? In the Obama administration? Saying that they're not uncommon, how often did she do this and in what other circumstances? But what I think is is so striking about this is Susan Rice is a well-known serial prevaricator. I mean, we, we know this. She's been caught in this instance in an obvious lie on this specific question about these specific unmaskings, as, as Susan suggests. How is it that reporters aren't going nuts asking her questions about this? Why is she lying? Why I mean, did she lie about this? this is- now, that is a, a fair question that anybody who's a real journalist would ask. 
if you are now, if you're an agendized journal, uh, not, you're not a journalist if you're agendized. If you're an agendized reporter, and you're only out there to advance Democrats and hurt Republicans, like apparently folks at CNN and MSNBS and and uh, ABC, CBS, NBC are, then naturally you won't ask these questions. You won't want to embarrass Susan Rice, who has been caught in yet another lie. She lied. NPR. I have knew it. Well, hold on a second. I've got the damn quote right here. I know nothing about this. I know nothing about this. She was being asked about this particular set of unmaskings, and she said... I know nothing about this. I was surprised to see uh, reports from uh, Chairman Yunus on that uh, count today. And now it's been revealed that she was the one. How, are, are we to believe that Susan Rice had no knowledge that she was unmasking people's names? And Andrea Mitchell and all the other reporters like you are not asking these questions. Do you think that's rational? That Susan Rice had no knowledge that she herself was unmasking people. <laughs> that Susan Rice had no idea that she was making requests to unmask people. Does that sound rational to you? So either that sounds rational in somebody's mind or these reporters are biased and not to be trusted and their news organizations are not to be trusted. I kind of go with the latter. <laughs> Just saying, because it doesn't pass the smell test. Gee, I had no idea. I had no idea I was unmasking, even though I was asking them to be unmasked. I've got more on the side of the break. It's the Salcedo Show here on The Blaze. Keep up with the Chris Salcedo Show on Facebook and on Twitter at Chris Salcedo TX. Just another way to stay in touch with Chris on The Blaze Radio Network. The Chris Salcedo Show. A uh, one state is moving closer to being a uh, an entire state of lawbreakers. Uh, we'll get to that coming up on the Chris Salcedo Show. In uh, meantime, uh, Fox News Channel panel wondering why the biased press how how they can conceive and get away with not covering the Susan Rice revelations. They pulled it off, folks. They just ignored it. But they're being called out now by by a, a channel that reaches millions of viewers every single day. Howie Kurtz could do a whole segment on who's covering this. Well, this, there's a very interesting experience with one of our reporters today who was up on Capitol Hill asking what I think are, are the obvious questions. Give, given the news and the Eli Lake story yesterday, this is the obvious questions to ask. Why did she say this? How often did she do this? And why did she lie about it? And one of our reporters on Capitol Hill was asking members of the intelligence committees this question. Not only did she say that she was the only one really asking these questions, but other reporters who were asking questions of them uh, at the same time were looking her, at her as if she were crazy. Yeah, see, and the reason why why? The reason why this happens is because all of these air quotes with my fingers reporters, they have been given their marching orders that their job is to destroy Trump and to protect Obama. So when another reporter asks questions that are relevant, would be it be if this was the Bush administration and uh, the National Security Advisor for the Bush administration surveilling Obama. The left, the, these left-wing crazies in the press would be losing their minds. This would be the top story on the news. 
but it's Obama. It's Obama. So of course he's a leftist. Of course he breaks the rules. Of course he uses government against the people. That's, that's the assumption. And these people take it as a given. Or they support it. Of course, it's, it's cool when a, when a leftist, a, a big left winger, violates people's constitutional rights. We're, we're A-OK with that. It's when, you, it's when you Republicans step out of line and try to stop that kind of thing. It's, it, it, the, the whole world is upside down. These are serious questions and we need answers. Well, remember after the Benghazi fiasco and she went on the four Sunday shows and it was the videotape that well, it was five. caused the attack. That in and of itself would disqualify most people in corporate America from being able to, uh, to represent a corporate interest if they had been shown to have uh, told an untruth to the extent that she did. Remember, she wanted to be Secretary of State, and she wasn't going to be confirmed, so they had to put her over at National Security. And that was, you know, that was rewarding her to the extent that they could reward her after Benghazi. And so I think credibility is supposed to be important in Washington. And I think you're right, Steve. Like, where are all these reporters? Yeah, I agree. And can you, she, Susan Rice was so political and so left wing that there was no way she was going to get through the confirmation process. She was such a cancerous left-wing zealot who, you know, again, wasn't, she wasn't about protecting America. She's about destroying conservatives and destroying Republicans, just like her boss. And, and th- this, this conversation continues. You, you think, you wonder why we aren't asking questions about... Yeah, I do uh, wonder, to, Susan. To, um, to, uh, uh, she's going to be asked questions. Do you think yeah. there's any chance she won't be up, called up to testify? Well, why are the reporters not staking out so, the Brookings Institution? In, in some, Where in are cases, they? In some cases, it's not just that reporters aren't asking the questions. I mean, Chris Cuomo this morning on CNN said he called this fake news based on, right. the, on, the, on the say-so of a Susan Rice associate. I mean, that's not journalism. The Washington Post didn't cover why, it at all. not even there ask was, the question? A, a section of the Washington Post had not a single story about Susan Rice. All right. That's why we call them the basket of bias press, folks. They're not interested in informing you. They're interested in protecting libs. This is the Chris Salcedo Show on the Blaze Radio Network.